churches use shameware to make sure the members don't watch pornography. King Charles has hired a full-time piper to wake him up every morning. And a university mistakenly sent out 4,000 acceptance letters to law school. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast. The only daily weird news podcast. A church is using shameware to make sure the members don't watch any pornography. An evangelical Southern Baptist church known as Grace Point was caught relying on a little more than God's watchful gaze to keep an eye on its members of the congregation. New members that join Grace Point's congregation are asked to install an app on their phone called Covenant Eyes which is explicitly marketed as an anti-pornography app. What Covenant Eyes does is it spies on its members' web traffic, takes a screenshot of their phone screens every single minute, and then sends every minute? <laughs> it seems a little invasive. A screenshot of their phone every damn minute sends all this information to a, quote, accountability partner. In reality, this is spyware at the end of the day. But it's spyware that you volunteer for. <laughs> I don't know who would do this, but I guess if you want to join the congregation, you have to agree to it. Uh, one member who has since left the congregation told the media that they received accusatory emails from Grace Point, which contained eerily detailed reports of his digital activity, ranging from everything to his mundane browsing habits, to even flagging a search of the hashtag gay. Oh yeah, I mean, of course you can't search for anything gay. Uh, God doesn't approve of that. Covenant Eyes is definitely doesn't approve of that. Covenant Eyes is part of a broader but lesser known spectrum of apps known as shameware. Have you guys heard of shameware? This is the first I've heard of it. These are apps used by religious groups and parents to shame people into dropping their pornograph, pornographic habits and their, well, any other, quote, immoral activity. Seems funny to me that uh, in 2022, they're calling pornography immoral. It's almost as though they're unaware of what's going on in the world as a whole right now. How sad. Turns out these apps like Covenant Eyes and another one called Accountable to You are doing a lot more than monitoring users' porn habits. Says here they are abusing accessibility permissions on phones in order to survey everything that a user does with them. That includes the aforementioned screenshot capturing, collecting every single visited website, and logging which apps are opened. Not just the porn apps, all the apps. And Grace Point Church isn't alone in employing this shady technology. The media discovered that several other churches coerced their members into installing various forms of shameware apps. Google took down both Covenant Eyes and Accountable to You from the Google Play Store after Wired presented the company with some findings. Google deemed the apps to be in violation of its policies. However, they're still available on iOS. Here is a quote from a University of California, Los Angeles pornography researcher. Oh, I didn't know this was a job. A porn researcher. I could totally do this. Here's a quote from Nicole. 
I've never seen anyone who's been on one of these apps feel better about themselves in the long term. These people just end up feeling like there's something wrong with them when the reality is there likely isn't anything wrong with them. Yeah, I agree with Nicole, the pornography researcher. Uh, there's nothing wrong with you if you watch porn. If you want to watch porn, it's pretty normal behavior. Considering the spectrum of behavior that's going on in 2022, it's pretty crazy. I think uh, watching porn is pretty mundane. It's just a damn shame that a lot of these ideological institutions are completely out of touch with like modern society. They're behaving as though the year is 1612. <laughs> they, I don't know how they continue to get away with it. The irony is a lot of them themselves within their organizations are sexual deviants. Out of control. I think some shameware apps need to be enforced on some of these clergy, to be honest with you. Yeah, I want to see some of the screenshots of Father O'Malley <laughs> every minute. How about that? The king has hired a full-time piper to wake him up in the morning. Yes, the royals can be extra beyond belief, as you know. Uh, and it appears as though King Charles has hired a piper. He hired a piper to wake him up by playing the bagpipes outside his window at 9 a.m. every day. Ooh, 9 a.m., the king sleeps in. <laughs> you go, Charles, sleeping in till 9 a.m. Well, he probably doesn't have a damn thing to do, so I guess he can sleep in. Now, you might be surprised to hear, I was surprised to learn that a personal piper is something of a tradition among monarchs. They like to have a personal piper waking them up. I wonder if they also let them know when it's time for tea and dinner and all that, or when it's nap time. Queen Elizabeth enjoyed a piper, it says here, probably played every time she was supposed to have a martini. According to the media, Charles, the king, recruited pipe major Paul Burns for the job. Oh, good for you, Paul Burns. This is probably the most the highest accolade that you can get as a bagpiper in all the land is waking up the king in the morning. Now, Major Paul Burns, the piper, also played at Her Majesty's funeral last month. Oh, that was probably his audition. Oh, here's a picture of Paul. Oh, this guy's got the whole getup. This guy's a legit bagpiper, bro. The skirt. Wow. What a silly instrument. Imagine, it looks impossible to play, by the way. I mean, you must have to... Go to school for this, I'd imagine. Pipe Major Paul Burns tweeted about his experience following the Queen's funeral, saying that, Well, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II was my colonel-in-chief, and her husband, Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh, was my royal colonel. To have played the pipes at both of their funerals in Windsor Castle is a high honor as a serving soldier. As a young lad living close to Balmore... Okay, Paul, we get it. <laughs> It was the best moment of your life. Well, now you get to get up every morning and wake up the damn king. And that's the end of the article. It doesn't say what Paul gets paid. I'd imagine he gets paid pretty well to be the personal piper. A lot of peas in this story. I'm sorry about the popping. Now, let's say I was a king and I had a castle and I got to sleep in. I would, I would not have a bagpiper wake me up at 9 a.m. It would be a professional personal beatboxer. How about that? Just outside my window in the morning, just... Or maybe I'll just have a recording of, 
of my own beatboxing waking me up on a loudspeaker because I don't know if I could find anyone that beatboxes better than me. I got skills, guys. Beatboxing in a closet as an adult. Wow, really living the life right here. You're probably wondering, why beatbox, Jonesy? Why not the traditional bagpipes? I'm glad you ask. Because I don't like the sound of bagpipes. I find them to be grinding on my brain. I mean, that was a pretty bad impression of bagpipes, but you get the gist of it. It's kind of like what they sound like. They just, they're a little crazy. I don't find it very melodic. Is that the word? Melodious? Melodorific? Northeastern University in Boston sends out 4,000 acceptance letters mistakenly. A woman was accepted to Northeastern University's School of Law. Good for her. Five hours later, the school took it back. Oh, no. I'm going to do a Boston accent for this story. Her name's Lakeisha Papoutsikis of Northborough, Mass. Lakeisha received an email at 2 p.m. on Monday welcoming her to Northeastern's class of 2026. She had applied to the program twice already. She's a busy single mother, a single mother of four, and the school's flexible instruction fit into her schedule quite lovely. So she says, I'm hoping I can get into this Northeastern program. It's for the school of law, not easy to get into. She said, I was over the moon. Yeah, she was over the moon. She excitedly called and emailed her friends and family to share the news that she got into Northeastern School of Law. This was early decision acceptance, and it included a Northeastern ID number, a merit scholarship, and two requirements that she must rescind all other law school applications and pay a $500 enrollment deposit. Oh, no. Did Lakeisha rescind all her other applications and pay that deposit? She immediately went to pay the deposit, but couldn't get the website to work, she said. She tried emailing Northeastern to report the problem, but nobody reached out to her, she says. And then at about 8 p.m. that night, another email came in from Northeastern. The email rescinded her offer, blaming the acceptance on a technological issue. It read, due to a technical error, 205 current applicants to the School of Law received an erroneous email notifying them of their acceptance into next year's class. Admissions decisions will not be finalized later in the academic year. Of course, Lakeisha says this was really disheartening. I'm glad she said disheartening. That's a great word to say with a Boston accent. She said it was really disheartening, obviously, for such an accredited, high-ranked university to have such a major glitch and take five hours to realize it. Five hours? That's ridiculous. After such a detailed acceptance, by the way, sorry, just ain't going to cut it. Now, the school claims that not only was the email sent to over 200 current applicants, but over 3,930 applicants who had applied a year ago. (laughs) Those people, a year ago, they probably moved on. They're in another program, I'd imagine. Very strange to get an acceptance a year later. Says here, while many of those applicants have already matriculated at Northeastern or another law school, they also received the clarification email, too. So they got those two emails in the same day. Oh, sorry. That was a mistake. The Northeastern University School of Law's current first-year class has 234 students chosen from almost 4,000 applicants. Well, they don't take very many. That's why it's such a big deal when you get in. Yeah, I feel bad for this mother of four, Papatsakis. This poor Greek girl has got to be very dismayed by this glitch. 
She says she isn't giving up on her legal aspirations, though. She says, I've wanted to be a lawyer my whole life. Why? This is a blessing in disguise, by the way. You're not going to be happy as a lawyer. There's plenty of lawyers. Do something else, Papatsakis. Come on now. Lawyers. We don't need more lawyers in the world. Come on, take a look around. There's plenty of lawyers. Do something cool, man. Come on, this is a, this is the universe telling you, Papatsakis. You could be something cooler than a lawyer. Maybe like learn to play the bagpipes or some shit. You know, this is, <laughs> you could wake up some royalty or learn how to beatbox. You could you could wake me up. Can't do it. I can wear a skirt, though. Hey. <laughs> what is with those skirts, by the way? Anyone have an answer to that? Uh, the king wears dresses still, though, so it all makes sense. It all makes sense. How is everybody doing? Are you aware of what today is? Yes. This is the Thursday episode, so tomorrow is Friday. We're going to do Florida Friday, so if you're familiar with the format on Weird AF News on Fridays, we only do weird news from the state of Florida, so please send me those weird Florida stories. You can email them to funnyjones at gmail.com, or you can DM them to me by sliding into my DMs on Instagram, at funnyjones. I'm also on Twitter, at funnyjones. You can tag me in a Florida story as well. So, um... Just send them on over so that um, I have sufficient ammunition for my Florida Friday recording tomorrow. That would be very helpful. You guys always come through. I, I'm not worried about it. Uh, if you would like to support the show, please tell a friend about it. Tell a friend about Weird AF News. Tell them about Florida Friday. It's a nice little twist that we have on the on the weekly Weird News shows. You know, Not everybody does Florida Friday. So not everybody does a daily Weird News show. I don't even know why I'm doing this. It's very strange behavior, for sure. Uh, I wonder if I can fit bagpipes into this closet space. I don't know. They're pretty big. I don't know. I got my mind's on bagpipes now, guys. Very odd. Anyways, if you'd like to support the show because you got, you're rolling in the ducats, you know, you just got a windfall, as they call it, right? Is that a windfall? I don't know what a windfall is. I'd love to have one. Never had one. I think it's when money just shows up, right? Man, do you guys remember the days of the Stimmies? Those were nice times. I used my Stimmy to go to Mexico City. That's how you do it. <laughs> That's proper use of your Stimmy, to go to a place you've never been. Anyways, if you have some extra ducats because of a windfall or a rich relative passed away and left you a whole castle and a kingdom, you can uh, join the Patreon. The Patreon is the way to do it. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews or go to weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon banner. Support. Yeah. It feels good. It's a good way to get into heaven. Although, we know the real way to get into heaven is to stay away from that pornography. Can't be watching that pornography. You know? Download that shameware so you can get into heaven. <laughs> <laughs> 